0: Create your perfect vacation in the land of the sky with the region's most popular online travel guide. Plan your next getaway to Asheville and the North Carolina Blue Ridge Mountains by visiting RomanticAsheville.com. Nest Realty and realtor Janet Oppenheimer. A senior resource specialist, Janet serves the Asheville, North Carolina area. Visit nestrealty.com and look for your trusted mountain community advisor, Janet Oppenheimer. And by Asheville Farms. Unlock the potential CBD has in your life with Western North Carolina's premier supplier of high-quality hemp and CBD products. Visit our store location at 28 Lexington Avenue in Asheville and by visiting AshevilleHempFarmsNC.com.
1: This is Marilyn Ball. Welcome to Speaking of Travel right here on iHeartRadio 570 WWNC. And remember, you can always listen to this episode of Speaking of Travel or any past episode with a simple click on the Speaking of Travel website, that's speakingoftravel.net, and on all podcast platforms, including the iHeartRadio app, Buzzsprout, Pandora, Amazon, and iTunes and be sure when you visit speakingoftravel.net to sign up for the Travel Club. You'll receive travel news, helpful tips, and links to stories from people who love to travel gently and wander passionately. My guest today is Mark Collins. He's the Partnerships Manager with RomanticAsheville.com, and Mark is at the center of creating successful partnerships in the travel and tourism industry. And Mark, it is always a pleasure to have you here on Speaking of Travel.
2: Thank you, Marilyn. I so appreciate being a guest on your talk show. It's always so informative. You always give such helpful hints and insights to what's happening now, what's happened in the past and what might happen in the future?
1: Well, certainly the travel and tourism industry has seen a lot of ups and downs over the last couple of years. And you're at the epicenter, if you will, of all of that here, especially in Western North Carolina. And being a leader in the travel and tourism industry, not only here in Western North Carolina, but really nationwide, because you are so tuned into analytics and uh, keeping track of what's going on in the industry so that you... And romanticashville.com can keep up with everything that's going on. And I really want to talk to you a little bit this morning about these partnerships, because as we've been coming through the pandemic and now things are opening again and the airport is bringing in more and more people and we have more and more businesses that are either restarting or opening from, uh, from the ground up, Bringing people together, creating these strategic partnerships, being able to say working together is twice as beneficial, four times as beneficial. What are you seeing out there, Mark, that is giving you this opportunity to really understand how uh, this industry is so resilient and sticks together?
2: That is such a great question. It is all about resiliency. And if the past two years have taught us nothing, it's about hope, resilience, stick-to-itiveness, and understanding trends. So the trends I'm seeing are so positive. People that are looking to build businesses in Western North Carolina and that are encouraged by us, the stability and the sustainability of our natural resources, it seems like a light bulb has gone off and people are embracing what Western North Carolina is. And at that same time, that light bulb is going on, understanding as they illuminate how beautiful travel to Western North Carolina is, how important that we stick to the integrity of the beauty of Western North Carolina and what that means now and in the future.
1: And certainly I like, I like to think of Western North Carolina and, and, Just geographically, it's at the western far end of the state, a long state of North Carolina. It's where the Blue Ridge, the Appalachian, and the Great Smokies converge. It's a wonderland of diversity of species, and and certainly over the last couple of years, people are way more focused on nature. It seems the trends are more and more that people want to be outside. They want to be able to engage with gazing at a beautiful waterfall or taking a hike through the forest. And yet at the same time, there's always been this perception, let's say, that the tourism industry is very segmented, that it's fragmented, that everybody's working in a silo, when in fact that doesn't seem to be the truth at all. It seems to be just the opposite, would you say?
2: Yes, absolutely, Marilyn. I agree wholeheartedly. People aren't working in silos in this industry. They are working with one another. We have our bed and breakfast owners who are learning to work with the river guides. We're looking at partnerships, within the count the various counties in western north carolina who are really raising up their local attractions that are all geared towards the great outdoors we have learned that in the past two years that people were in a way they were forced to be outside now that they were forced to be outside they realized they love being outdoors that is a rebirth that's a renaissance moment and it's a beautiful thing i had spent a little bit of time at the outdoor economy conference in cherokee in the month of april and that was the common theme the theme was people have been reintroduced to the outdoors they love it how do we make it sustainable and how do we build those partnerships between the different segments of lodgings and things to do, and places to eat, and and where to go, in some sort of cohesive manner. And that's something that romanticashville.com has been doing for 19 years, putting those partnerships together to ensure the traveler to Western North Carolina has a full monty of things to do and how to do it safely. It's all part of that sustainability uh, formula.
1: You know, it's so interesting because back in the day when I was working with very rural tourism properties and destinations who were really just getting started in the travel and tourism industry. I mean, there used to be a time uh, not that long ago when you looked at a map of the state of North Carolina It ended in Asheville as if the rest of the state was just nothing but wilderness. And it was when each one of the counties and the Cherokee Indian Reservation started saying, excuse me, but we actually live out here and we have some really beautiful uh, nature and attractions. And how are we going to be able to promote that and get on the radar? well, let's work together. Let's create partnerships. Oh, no, no, we can't do that. I can't have my hotel on the same page as another hotel. That would be competitive. You know, they're my competition. And we had to start this mantra that the visitor coming here is going to want to see all there is to see and do in the region. And then it's the responsibility of each of you to do your own marketing, to draw in your specific demographic. And so we were thinking back then about sustainability, but it had to begin at this really grassroots place. And now, 19 years later, with Romantic Asheville being, like I said, at the center of these Wonderful travel and tourism partnerships. Obviously, things have changed.
2: Things have changed, Marilyn. And this is a big discussion. And it's exciting because you did lay the groundwork and the groundwork, that you planted the seeds. And now we're harvesting. The whole idea of partnerships has, it's blossoming right now. You use the word competition, and what it really is, is working together. Working together in many hands make light work, and that's what's happening right now.
1: Well, Mark, when we come back from the break, I just am excited to talk more about this because, like you said, it's spring awakening. We are in this season right now where everything is blooming. And to be able to say, wow, we have endured a lot. We have an industry that is very resilient. And here's where we're going to go from here as we start to blossom. So when we come back, we'll pick up right there, Mark. I'm so glad to have you here on Speaking of Travel today.
2: Thank you, Marilyn.
1: This is Marilyn Ball. You're listening to Speaking of Travel. I'm here today with Mark Collins. He's the Partnerships Manager with RomanticAsheville.com, and we'll be right back. It's summertime in Subyville, which means it's time for adventure here in Western North Carolina. Or more aptly, time to get outdoors and outgoing down a road less traveled. When the going gets tough, the tough get going. And off the beaten path, nothing says tough like the tried and true reliability of an all-wheel drive Subaru. There's a reason why 97% of Subarus sold in the last 10 years are still on the road today and ready for the next adventure. Discover the beauty of all-wheel drive at Prestige Subaru, 585 Tunnel Road, Nashville, or visit us online at PrestigeSubaru.com.
3: Fly me to the moon, let me play among the stars. Let me see what spring is like on a Jupiter and Mars. In other words...
1: Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball. And I'm here today with Mark Collins, the Partnerships Manager with com, And Mark is really at the center of creating these partnerships in the travel and tourism industry here in Western North Carolina, but is also tuned into the industry overall in the way things are trending. And Mark, welcome back. I just feel that Uh, You're a wealth of information, and what we are talking about right now as far as this industry and the resiliency that we've been seeing over the past couple of years, you're seeing like front and center, right?
2: Front and center absolutely describes it. It's interesting to be in a position of seeing trends and listening to partners' ideas and thoughts as They either evolve or reinvent themselves or just decide, I want to be in this outdoor economy because I want to celebrate all that Western North Carolina is and can be. Well, an exciting place.
1: That is an exciting place. Let's talk about that conference a little bit. We really haven't had time to, to dive deeper into what that conference was about. And I've heard from a few other people who had been there just how enlightening and inspiring it was to be with these partners and these all these businesses, like you said, who are growing or scaling up or even just starting. Give us a little backstory on how that conference even came to be and what it was like for you to go there. Well, it was very
2: exciting. It was the first big conference that I had attended in over two years. Uh, I believe it was the fourth annual. It's a international conference. It just happened to be held in our own backyard. Uh, there were four hundred plus attendees from uh, there were people as far as they're from Canada. They were from Europe. Uh, the majority were. F- were representative of the states here, of the United States. Uh, we had travel experts and people in from Washington speaking on the federal level about the importance of the tourism economy and how sustainable travel fits into the model to not only encourage people to enjoy the great outdoors. But to encourage people to enjoy the great outdoors in a manner that leaves it exactly how it should be in a pristine state, uh, there was a lot of talk about how much is too much travel and how that all fits. And there's a, there's the model of how it all fits is wonderful. Uh, it's not about being restrictive. It's about it's all about being respectful of not only the outdoors or the outdoor environment and marilyn i'm seeing this trend of visitors to western north carolina that goes into partnership with the folks that are celebrating western north carolina and the basis of that is it's really respect it's respect of where they come from where they're going and what they're going to take with them and that's knowledge in education. I'm seeing a huge trend of people wanting to know about the area. They're doing the research ahead of time and they're they're very committed to what is it that we can learn while we're there in what are we going to learn that we will take home with us that makes a more fulfilling experience and again That that watchword right now is experiential travel. And experiential travel is so important because it's not just going, it's being. And I don't know if there's anything better than that. You, You need that being. You need to be present and you need to be current. And you need to be present and in the moment to truly experience the beauty of nature. Even if you're taking a tour of a brewery, or going through our beautiful cultural, Western North Carolina has, is such a home to beautiful art institutes, uh, art, uh, art galleries, art museums, uh, cultural museums, homesteads. When, you, when you're there, when you're part of it and you're accepting what you're learning, that, that makes for a very well-rounded experience travel.
1: Absolutely. And being that there is so much of the outdoors here to have that opportunity where you've got experts who are coming in from all over to show how to create partnerships and how to create working together and everybody being on the same page and being able to offer solutions if there are if there's a problem. And I have found over the years that when industries work together like that, it just really creates so much more of the experience for the traveler who's coming in. Wouldn't you say that to be true?
2: That is true. And I agree wholeheartedly And that this meshes perfectly with the first segment when we were talking about competition versus partnership. And when a group of people in a like industry gather together to share success, and it just naturally builds up and teaches folks in the industry how they might be able to do something better. Everybody win- Everybody wins. It's not a competition. Everybody wins. The visitors win. The businesses win. And the local economy wins. It goes right down to everybody wins. It's truly that simple. When people share freely ideas of success, it moves everything forward in the most straight-lined way possible. And if the finish line is encouraging travel to a particular area, why wouldn't you? listen to the advice of folks that have been there before you who might have started this process because their area was breaking out 20 years ago or 10 years ago or five years ago. And why not learn from mistakes of the past so they're not repeated to encourage the bottom line of protecting what we have that is so essential to our economy.
1: And I feel it's especially true when you're talking about relearning. Uh, I I feel that we are in a position right now where we've had a pause button uh, for a couple of years where people weren't really out traveling that much anymore. They're, you know, kind of came to an abrupt End, and now it's starting to emerge again. And this is a time when all of that sharing, all of that coming together, all of that creating a new paradigm of how we travel as mindful travelers, as eco-friendly travelers, uh, looking for ways that we can protect and conserve the nature that's all around us, and certainly the partners representing RomanticAshville.com fit into that so well. And Mark, when we come back from the break, I want to talk more about that because I've done a lot of talking with RomanticAshville.com partners over the last two years and have been so inspired by the work that they're doing to re-educate, to set boundaries for their guests, to say, this is a way that we work it here and we welcome you here. However, as you were saying earlier, there's a respect for who we are. So let's pick up there when we come back.
2: I'm excited to do that because mindful travelers come from Mindful business people
1: Well thank you Mark for that This is Marilyn Ball Mark Collins and I are talking about the travel And tourism industry, we're talking About mindful travel Changing a little bit of the dialogue And the paradigm, you're not going to want to Miss out on this because we all Are going to step out and travel and these Are the lessons we need to learn now This is Marilyn Ball You're listening to Speaking of Travel We'll be right back Whether
2: you're traveling to points near or far or traveling on a life journey, every transition is an opportunity regardless of your stage of life. If you, a family member, or a loved one is looking to downsize, retire, or buy or sell a home, contact your trusted Mountain Community Advisor, Janet Oppenheimer, from Nest Realty in Asheville. As a senior real estate specialist, Janet will help and guide you through any life transition one step at a time. Contact Janet at nestrealty.com today, helping you find that perfect home to fit your next journey. Nest Realty.
3: Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. Let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. In other words...
1: Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball, and I'm here today with my guest, Mark Collins. He's the Partnerships Manager with romanticashville.com of course, that's romanticashville.com You can go there for so many things. They have so many categories and information that's always timely. Mark, you and I have talked about that before. It's just amazing. It's like, do you have little elves who come in and make sure that all the content is updated? Because everything is always current and right up up to speed. And I just want to give a shout out to you and your whole team over there for making that work for us.
2: Well, thank you for that shout out, Marilyn. And I can't accept any of that. That all goes to our extraordinary editor, Jen Rose, who is just, she's an amazing powerhouse. I do not know how she gets done everything she gets done i think she might have a whole array of little elves helping her uh but it it always amazes me at how current how up to date all all the content on romanticashville.com is and i think because of that consistency of updated content it's part of the success story of why we are the number one visited website for those planning travel in western north carolina which is a huge accolade, but you're only as good as your content. And if your content is good and up to date and readers are seeing what they want to do, they'll be back and they come back in droves. So it's a good thing. We were, um, we were talking a little bit in the last segment about uh, mindful travelers and the whole idea of mindful traveling, it's kind of an evolutionary thing for travel. I feel like, There is a hue and cry that travel needs to change, that travelers need to change and be more responsible, sustainable, and mindful. Mindful travel is kind of the current watchword. It's used to describe an approach to travel and to life, that it's more aware of the impact of our travel in our decisions on the environment and our surroundings. And even more so on local communities. So that's why having a mindset of mindful travel is so much more than just a traveler. We're all traveling down life together, so we're all travelers, whether we're exploring or not. We do bring the tenets of mindful traveling to our own communities too. And in doing so, of being aware, of being in the moment as we were speaking of before, it just makes us better people.
1: It definitely makes us better people, and not only that, but it provides those opportunities that I'm hearing when I'm having conversation with a lot of the romanticashville.com partners, whether they are the rural counties or the businesses, being able to talk to them about the way that they are educating their guests. Uh, Leave no trace, being able to promote a healthier lifestyle where you can walk in on a trail and walk out with everything that you came with. Very simple ideals, but some that maybe if this is your first time traveling into uh, a hiking situation or going mountain biking or even rafting down the river, being able to understand that there is a give and take and that it seems that this this platform now has gotten to be way more unified in the way that they're coming together and creating this new messaging and this new commitment to sustainability and conservation. And certainly there's the impact of being mindful of yourself and being able to say, I'm going to this destination. I'm going to really get to know the local economy. I want to be a part of what is going on in that community and be able to unplug you know to experiment maybe try new things maybe stretch myself and and take a risk are you finding that the partners are attracting more guests to this region who are looking at being educated being able to get off the grid being able to step back and to rejuvenate that is
2: such an interesting thought process. It's almost like the chicken and the egg. So let me just expand on that a little bit. I feel that there's a voice and I feel that everyone's hearing the voice. I feel that travelers are becoming more mindful and are asking questions that are gearing our partners up to a new wave of travelers. So In the hearing of what people are asking, there are all sorts of new opportunities to do exactly what you're talking about, like to focus on resetting or unplugging, which is so essential to who we are as humans. And to do something experiential, try something new, whether that is uh, stand up paddle boards or a different kind of cuisine, or going to a different kind of art gallery. Experiment. Move beyond your boundaries, which kind of circles back to another thought of moving beyond your boundaries. When we talk about competition, travelers don't see county lines, or city lines. They see a region. It's a regional thing, and it needs to be a regional experience. And I don't mean to go down that road, but I think it's important to, to call that out for sure. So back to resetting, unplugging, learning something new, just breathing, looking, going deeper, becoming a better version of yourself while you're in that moment. I hope that makes sense. I, I feel that very strongly. So back to the original question, I feel that there's a clamor for something different. And I also feel at the same time, those that have the ability to offer activities and things to do and a cultural experiences, I feel that they're clamoring too. I think it's like an even equity thing. People want to travel and do different or new things. And on the flip side, There are folks that want to allow people to do new things, that they want to uh, go beyond their very own boundaries and say, hey, we weren't trying this, but wouldn't it be cool if we tried that? And look at that educational factor, too, that all ties in with a better experience, better for the environment, better for the culture. And there's a cool takeaway in that takeaway being a better person when you go elsewhere, when you go beyond, when you go home. And again, I want to tie in the importance of whatever in areas teaching someone, you want them to take that. That's what they need to take home with them. That's the part of Western North Carolina that needs to expand to all other communities.
1: Well, definitely there's a model and it's happening right here. And certainly on Romantic because you have such diversity, you know, it, it almost is like its own microcosm of the whole region. There's so much diversity in plant life and, and animals. And on Romantic you have all this diversity of accommodations and festivals and things to do. There's so much to see and do. And all of that gives each guest the opportunity to try something new, to step out of their boundary. Instead of staying at a Airbnb, why not stay in a yurt? Instead of uh, staying in a motel, why not stay uh, glamping? Do something that maybe you've never even thought about, but all those resources are there. You can do the research, you can do your due diligence, and really find the answers to the questions that you have on how can I make this trip different, better, and stretch myself. And Mark, when we come back from the break, I want to put all this into this perspective. We were talking earlier about paying attention to the present moment and really being able to minimize our impact as a traveler. Let's talk about that and perhaps provide some solutions that people can do on their own as they step out and start to travel again
2: thank you Marilyn I look forward to the next segment
1: all right well this is Marilyn Ball I'm here today with Mark Collins and this is a good time to pay attention to how the travel and tourism industry is changing to accommodate experiences to make them even better and more beneficial for all of us so stay tuned
0: Summertime is the perfect time to get out and explore North Carolina's Blue Ridge Mountains. Create your perfect vacation or staycation in the land of the sky with the region's most popular online travel guide. Not just for couples, romanticashville.com travel guide covers a nearly 100-mile radius in and around Asheville, North Carolina, with idyllic weather, beautiful scenery, and a variety of safe and memorable adventures. Western North Carolina is the place to be. Visit romanticashville.com today.
3: Fly me to the moon Let me play among the stars Let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. In other words,
1: Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball. I'm here today with Mark Collins. Mark is the Partnerships Manager with romanticashville.com. And Mark, we've been talking about what is happening now in the travel and tourism industry, Uh, certainly looking at it from a microcosm of Western North Carolina. But I think, as you said, especially talking about that outdoor uh, conference where people were coming and it's a, you know, that's a national type of setting that everybody is kind of mindfully making changes to make the experience that much more relevant and meaningful, and sustainable. And I'm I'm curious as you are moving through, uh, bringing in new partners, maybe companies that are opening or reopening again after the pandemic. Are you seeing that that these organizations and these businesses are actually Really listening to each other and playing off of each other and, and committed to kind of raising the tide for everybody?
2: Yes, absolutely, Marilyn. I feel from every aspect, from particular lodgings, whether it's a hotel or a and b or glamping or, or our newest partner that's doing treehouses, there's an environmental bend from all of those. That totally is in balance with the folks on the river and the the people leading hikes into the forest and doing forest bathing or yoga on horseback. When you think of what the end result is, it is about a more thoughtful experience that really keeps in mind the sustainability of the environment.
1: Well, certainly respecting the area and and finding these solutions to be kinder, more compassionate. You know, I think that all all of us really want to see guests who are coming here who are curious and compassionate and open-minded, to become educated travelers for tomorrow and to pass that on from even one generation. We see a lot of intergenerational travel. Uh, you know, being able to educate young folks in the leave no trays, to be respectful. What are what are your thoughts? Uh, as far as what somebody can do to become that kinder, more compassionate traveler what are what what are some solutions you think people can actually take away and and apply when they start to venture out again?
2: Well, that's very interesting. as much as we've been talking about being in the moment, being present, what I'm finding, and this is different than it was a few years ago. Over the last two years, people, whether they've been traveling or not, are spending an inordinate amount of time planning for the time that they're going to travel. The planning is as exciting as the trip. So they're sewing the two together. They're planning, they're researching, and in the research, they're educating themselves. So, by the time they are actually going on their trip, they already have a different mindset. They arrive ready to explore, but with a different toolkit, in a different mindset, different lenses. All of that turns into the traveler that is welcomed and loved, and you hate to see them go because... They're bringing something so intentional, something so important to the local region. And I'm not talking about a financial end of things, which is certainly welcome. I'm talking about attitudes and things as simple as civility and kindness, because somehow they're embracing all of that. And I do believe Western North Carolina is a magnet to the right kind of people. And it attracts like-minded individuals that really do have like a moral compass. That is, it's a beautiful thing. So it enriches the folks that live here as well as the folks that are visiting here.
1: Well, I think that's very true. And I and I see it all the time where somebody has paid it forward. They picked up a cup of coffee from the counter for somebody else, or they pay for somebody's lunch, or they buy some groceries, or uh, they just let somebody go in front of them. I mean, today, the bar is so low, we have to rise, raise it back up that, uh, you know, talk about being civil and being kind. Uh, you know, a lot of people have been isolated and behind, you know, not being able to get out. And uh, so, as far as becoming more mindful, all of that is so relevant right now, being able to recognize it. It's not that difficult. We just have to pay attention and be just our kinder, better selves, right?
2: That is so well said, kinder, gentler selves, mindful. And I think it's important If possible, put yourself in someone else's shoes. You do not know what the person in front of you or behind you is going through in that moment. And being kind, it might be the only kind gesture they've had in a long time. You may be their first human interaction in a long time. So if one is mindful of that, it helps me become a better person. It makes me realize that everyone is in a different situation and we'll never know what that is. But is it really going to be helpful being mean or spiteful or not kind? I don't think so. I don't think so. I I think that kindness always wins the day. And I think understanding That you'll never understand what someone else is going through really goes very far in making the world a better place.
1: Well, that's why it's so important to make meaningful connections with others when you're traveling to, you know, again, minimize your impact, just keep it simple and pay attention, like you said, to the present moment. And Mark, I can't thank you enough for being here on Speaking of Travel and having a conversation to help educate and help bring people to that place where we can all be kinder, more compassionate travelers for tomorrow.
2: Thank you, Marilyn. It's always such a joy to be on your show.
1: Well, thank you, Mark, for being on Speaking of Travel today. You know, we can all make it our goal to bring some of the good vibes home with us when we travel mindfully and linger on the good. Every trip offers up the chance to reconnect with the great outdoors and get rid of that stress that you've carried around from your work. So why not rejuvenate and be grateful you're vertical? Thank the sun and the moon and the stars for inspiring wonder. When you're traveling, try to notice all the good things that are making this trip the best ever. By being thankful, you're returning that nurturing energy, leaving you feeling more peaceful and in tune with yourself. Be happy now, because remember, life is short. Don't postpone joy.